This podcast contains adult language and mature themes, which may not be suitable for all listeners. So listen at your own fucking risk. Essential NPCs, the podcast where we sample some of the best and possibly some of the worst tabletop RPGs. I'm Addie. And I'm Tommy. And you're listening to Series 3, Episode 10, Cat Monsters, Part 1. Part 1, you say? Let's just jump right into that because we have to tackle something kind of unfortunate here, guys. Uh, When we were recording, something happened with the actual technology um, and we lost the last... Half, half of episode <laughs> ten. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, it was uh, actually turning out to be a quite long episode. Um, it ended up being about twice as long as a normal episode, and we were like, "That's fine, we'll just roll with it." Um, and then I guess technology decided, like, "No, we're stopping right now." <laughs> uh, so. What we've decided to do <laughs> is uh, we are going. We are going to release what was recorded. And uh, that's going to be what you listen to today. It will be a little bit of a shorter episode than usual. Um, But uh, this Friday, we will release the second half of the episode because we're going to collect the cast together in a couple days and uh, record the finale part two again. (laughs) Yeah. And um, the benefit of it is that this system, we don't have to just pretend that we're playing. We're actually going to be able to play because even though uh, the guys are going to have some knowledge about what's going forward or because rather that the guys are going to know what uh, could happen going forward, they can make the same or similar choices. And because of how things are narratively driven, um, most of the time they'll be following the same track. You'll, you guys will get the experience that um, the guys had uh, before. And also... Um, there could be some surprises for us, yeah. uh, which we'll keep it fresh. We'll keep it. We're just going to replay it. Um, I mean, how often do you get a chance to play through a session of an RPG a second time through? And have it go the same way. Right. We'll see. Um, it's uh, it's the best thing we could do given the situation. Uh, the only other like idea we had was to just rehash what happened to uh, us to you guys, and that doesn't sound like any fun for anyone. Just us like talking about how fun it was for us. We want you guys to experience it with us. So we're gonna do this. It also means that you guys get a, a surprise episode on on Friday. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Friday, we'll be releasing the episode uh, unless something catastrophic happens, like our house blows up or something. Why would you uh, say that? I just, you know, I'm throwing okay. it out there. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> we're we're, we're going we're to deliver, guys. It's going to happen on Friday. Really, really sorry. But the content you are going to get today is actually some really great stuff, uh, and there's no dip in quality at all. Uh and I'm really excited for you guys to listen to it. Yeah, it ends up at actually pretty, uh, almost a natural break, if a bit abruptly, because, you know, it doesn't end with Addie going, and that's where we'll end for today. <laughs> um, uh, so uh, we're going to go ahead and move forward. We had no, uh, we had not prepared any uh, words with the GM or anything going into this episode. Um, but uh, that's because we did post-game chatter, um, which we'll just release uh, all of that at the end of uh, the episode that airs on Friday. But before we jump into episode 10, uh, I do need to still let you, the listener, know 
what uh, the advancement triggers are for this episode. Um, so all of the characters are going to level up in this grand finale. Uh, if a celebration is had, an explosion alters a situation uh, where the enemy is exterminated or a passenger reaches a destination. So keep an ear out for those guys. Uh, we will probably break character and be like, yay, we leveled up uh, <laughs> if they happen. But, uh, you know, it's a little uh, idea of what, uh, what might happen in the story. And with that, I suppose we should uh, move on forward to Series 3, Episode 10, Cat Monsters, Part 1. Enjoy! I am Captain Andalith Dorovan. Approximately 10 years ago, I was given command of the GBC patrol clipper designation Pixis. My father, who happens to be the Nylar High Counselor, was less than pleased at my decision to stray away from the political legacy I was born into. I willingly left the burdens of fundraisers and backroom dealings to my sister and enlisted as soon as I was of age. I believe in a ship with clearly defined rules and protocols. Galactic Battle Command's standardized procedures exist for a reason and therefore should be respected and observed. However, a good captain selects a crew that can compensate for his own shortcomings. As such, I have handpicked an unlikely bunch of officers to serve by my side. They may require official reprimands on a regular basis, but I would lay down my life for them in an instant, should the situation arise. Though, as a Nyloth, I naturally view any situation that devolves into violence as a failure of some degree, so let's hope it never comes to that. Hi, Lieutenant Nashikali Hasha reporting, pilot of the GBC Pixis. I was raised aboard the orbital station Hephaestus, descended from the comms officer on the Technoka 2. The military definitely wasn't my first career choice. It wasn't really a choice at all. See, I'm pretty susceptible to suggestions, so when an old station friend of mine called up with a job offer, I didn't think to ask too many questions. Turns out, stealing a jump code and trying to make an unapproved jump is very, very illegal. Lucky for me, the officer that caught me offered me a decision. Prison or go to the academy. Me. Captain Dorvin saw my flight record and scooped me up just after graduation, and I've been flying this bird ever since. Name's Master Chief Steve Armstrong. Growing up on Titan, you learn real quick that it's a shiv or be shivved world there. Only way to survive is to be faster than the other guy. Them's the kind of skills that got me picked up by the Seoul military. Train me to travel the stars, meet important people, and kill them. Did that for quite a while, until I had the opportunity to transfer to Galactic Battle Command. Took the chance to get out of the life of violence and make a new start for myself. Serving aboard the GBC Pixis may not be as exciting as being a black ops assassin, but it pays the bills and is a hell of a lot safer. Most of the time. Instead of trying to kill everyone I meet, my official duties now include making sure all the Marines are ready for a fight, onboard security, and keeping track of all the liquor consumed in the ship's lounge. Captain even entrusted me with his knockout toxin should he ever fall into a murderous Nyloth battle rage. Unofficially, don't ask me what I do on this ship. Uh, my name is Major Araman Touch, head engineer for the GBC Pixis. 
I left Maba, my for a homeworld, on a mining ship when I was just a pup, with dreams of romance and discovery among the stars. What I mostly got was seven years of endangered servitude in the engine room, but then I escaped to join Galactic Battle Command, whose academy taught me real astronautic engineering with the occasional foray into doomed romance. After graduation, I served on a dreadnought until my old academy buddy, Andalith Dorovan, became captain of his own ship and asked me to engineer for him. The idea of soaring through the sector with a friend by my side, meeting new people and doing some good? It just makes my big dillo heart flutter. And who knows, maybe somewhere out there in the cold vacuum of space, there's a burning star of love for Araman Tudge. The crew of the Pixis, um, after a successful undercover reconnaissance mission and a few weeks in cramped quarters, uh, followed a pirate ship back to where they all started, which is the Cozy Lingoa homeworld. They uh, got permission to pursue and act as they see fit, um, contacted the president of the Cozy Lingoa homeworld and descended uh, through the atmosphere um, and landed a, a combat vertical landing uh, by. Uh, First Lieutenant Hasha, and um, after a, a slight gravity change, uh, uh, prepared to exit the Pixis and go and get to the bottom of this once and for all. You are in the airlock. Gravity has just turned back on for you. Um, what do you do? All right, like I said... Reconnaissance first. We're going to get a uh, get a hand on what's going on before we take any actions. Perhaps call in reinforcements. Sounds good to me. Aye, aye, Captain. All right, let's move out. I've also before before we leave, I, I did go to my uh, uh, my quarters, grab my pistol out of its drawer, strap it to my hip, and also take that little metal tin that says "Best Captain." And I. Stick it in my pocket. <laughs> Wait, no. I put it in my breast pocket. <laughs> yeah, uh, we walk, we hustle through the forest. Hustle, but stealthily. Uh, Armstrong, uh, take point. Uh, scout ahead. For plants on. and monsters. Uh, there are plants and monsters. <laughs> I mean, I haven't seen cat monsters, but it, just, just assume. Plant, the plants are monsters also. Remember. Uh, yeah, uh, I will scout ahead. Okay, you're not taking any of your Marines, right? Uh, no, they have proven too dumb to survive on this planet. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you left a couple here, right? Yeah, I sort of fully expect that they are dead. <laughs> <laughs> sure. So go ahead and scout. Or are you looking sneaky. for anything in, in particular? Uh, I am trying to remain hidden, and I am... I mean, I'm specifically keeping an eye out for... Everything I have encountered before, plus cat monsters, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, as well as anything that seems particularly out of the ordinary, such as uh, humans that I do not recognize as my marines. You reach the clearing, uh, marking the majority of the uh, evil things that you see along the way. All right. Uh, what's going on in this clearing? Uh, it looks like, 
Um, the first thing you come across is actually a dead human. Um, is it, uh, hold on, I can't remember this. Is it Tim, Wendell, Sheila, or Wanda? That's impressive. Holy it, shit. It is not. All right. I'm... Um, but it is a human that has been uh, felled in the same way that Jim Bob passed. All right. So this dumbass touched a flower. <laughs> uh, does he have, uh, well, I guess he's probably mostly dissolved. Is there any sort of uh, uniform marking or anything left of him that I can uh, identify? Not really. He just looks like standard issue mercenary. All right. Uh, I sort of wave uh, the, the rest of the fellas up and just give them, give them the rundown. Uh, yeah, it looked like this fella uh, touched one of them flowers. I reckon the folks that landed here maybe don't know everything about this planet yet. Does it, did it look freshly deceased? Can I deduce what <laughs> caused this? I'm in, I, I guess I know. <laughs> um, yes, he looks freshly deceased. All right. Uh, what does he have on him? A partially melted tack vest, a partially melted visor, partially melted respirator, uh, some really nice gloves. <laughs> I'll take the gloves. <laughs> uh, and um, a radio that looks like, or like a comm that looks um, like a little bit uh, melted but not completely melted, and combat boots. Major touch. Think you could give this a little push? And oh. I, uh, <laughs> I hand him the partially melted comm to see if it's uh, at all usable or repairable. Is it? Uh, roll assessment. Uh, 14. Uh, all right, you get a data point on the... Uh, Comms of this vessel. Comms of the Thunderbird? That's yes. Thunderbird? Okay, yes. everybody else gets one too. The so ship this, and its comms okay. you have a data point on. Um, Is it operational? Uh, oh, yes, Captain. It's uh, it's fully operational. Uh, is this the type of communication device that we could uh, open a channel without really making our presence known if we're, like, quiet? Well, it's keyed into uh, uh, this um, unit's... Uh, um, identi- identification tag, so they would probably think it's just coming from him, right? Um, um, but is it like a? Is it like a? Basically, is it a walkie-talkie? Do we turn it on and we can hear everything that's going on, or do we have to send and receive? More like a phone, or more like a walkie-talkie? Uh, it's yeah. It's basically it's more like a phone uh, because I'm about to send a text report that says uh, everything's quiet out here. Um, no signs of activity. Right. Does he have previous reports that we can copy? Basically, uh, let me let me look back. Uh, I look back in the data log. Anything worthwhile there? Uh, not really. Mostly like go here, sector blue, sector red, change outposts. Oh no, this is this is all business stuff. So they they just use this to coordinate their troop movements. Do we, can we see where the other troops are? No, just this one. <coughs> All right. Well, go ahead and send a report so they don't think that anything's happened to him. Aye, aye, Kevin. Everything's fine over here. Nothing to report. <laughs> uh, proceed to Sector Green. Okay. Uh, uh, can I find a map uh, that uh, tells me which sector is which? 
No, you think it's a code that they standardly use. Okay. Um, okay, so... Give, give them the affirmative uh, and we'll move on. Affirmative. <laughs> okay. Um, so we're not quite to the clearing yet? You're on the outskirts of the clearing. Can we see the scientists and the uh, Thunderbird? Uh, you can see where the scientist camp is, uh, and you and but the the Thunderbird is right in the middle of the of the clearing where you guys had originally parked. the uh, The scientist camp though is is up in the trees on the other side of the the um, clearing, so that you don't have a great view, but like you don't see people. Uh, do we see any other Marines around the perimeter? Uh, you see a few Tenreki Marines and. And uh, and human marines. And none of the human marines are Armstrong's men, right? No. <laughs> All right. Um, is there uh, an angle of ingress to the Thunderbird? It's kind of in the middle of an open field, so there's not a whole lot of hiding. The, like, you think probably that um, show and uh, and Steve could make it there without really any chance of being seen. And you could probably sneak there, but there's no possible way that Tudge <laughs> could make it there. That's mm. all right. Uh, I mostly wanted Steve, but uh, Lieutenant Harsha, um, uh, Lieutenant Harsha, Chief Armstrong, if the two of you could possibly commandeer that vessel, that might be advantageous towards us. Uh, Iota, can you give us a scan on that vessel from your location? Perhaps uh, see how many heat signatures are, are currently present on the vessel? I mean, Duke's in their systems. Duke, how many are in there? How many? Glorious humans. Zero. There are only Tenreki. <laughs> <laughs> how many Tenreki? A few. I give Armstrong like a look like, can you? <laughs> hey, Duke, I'm going to need you to give me a sit rep on the interior of that ship. There are four pin, pin cushions inside. <laughs> All right. Uh, it is the navigator, the comms specialist, the flyer, and unknown, perhaps for entertainment. <laughs> Are you feeling about your chances, Armstrong? That new leg work out all right? Yeah, it's going great. The hair's coming in kind of slow, to be honest. <laughs> all right. Uh, Armstrong and uh, Hasha, if you two could... Enter, uh, enter stealthily. Armstrong, you eliminate the, the targets. Hasha, you help if needed, but your primary concern is to get control of the ship. Easy peasy putting them back, Captain. <laughs> uh, just as a list of our assets, Captain, uh, do know if we ever need a distraction. Um, we do have a captured enormous beast that we could release if necessary. <laughs> just, just putting that on the table. I don't know, and... Uh, I don't know how to lure cat monsters to this location, but I, I don't know. I just thought of that. What, what was that? <laughs> I think you're hearing things. Uh, <laughs> well, if I weren't hearing things, that would be bad. Um, at the current moment, the Zaxos seems like too risky of a threat, though cat monsters might be useful. <laughs> what was that? I heard it that time. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, Chief Armstrong, Lieutenant Hasha, uh, make your move. Um, the, the only vehicle in the clearing is the, uh, is the, is it a shuttle or is it a starship? It's a starship. Okay. Uh, it's, it's a, a large class two like yours. Okay. Um, so, uh, 
Actually, roll assessment. What stat am I using? Uh, any of you can roll assessment on this. I guess. I guess expertise. All right, I got a ten. Nine. Twelve. You could make that nine into a ten, Seven. but you might not need it. <laughs> um. Okay. Uh. So. Uh. Steve's already like halfway up to the. Uh, to the ship, so he doesn't notice. And Tudge is uh, too distracted by the thought of a cat monster. <laughs> um, but the two of you see that they have retrofitted a large number of armaments. An energy cannon, two rail guns, um, a PD turret, and it looks like um, some sort of uh, release mechanism on the back of the ship. Lieutenant Hasha, you seeing what I'm seeing? Absolutely, Captain. Looks like a real scary ship. Right. Uh, when you get in, perhaps your primary concern is to disable most of those defenses, particularly that strange device on the on the aft. Mm. Absolutely, Captain. You got it. All right. Move in. Uh, Major Tudge, see if we can get a closer look at the science uh, camp. All right, Captain. We'll uh, we'll sneak up towards the uh, the camp as to see if we can get a little bit of a closer view. See if there's anything happening up there. P- perhaps hear anything. Uh, from the the one up in the trees? Yes. Uh, it doesn't look like anyone is up there. You certainly don't hear anything. Um, I do need you to both to roll for brace for impact. What do you do? I got a seven. Twelve. Uh, the foliage is attacking. <laughs> Makes sense. Uh, so you uh, successfully sneak there. Um, but uh, as you're standing there trying to suss things out, a carnivorous vine is wrapping around your ankle. Oh, bother. (laughs) (laughs) Major Touch, I seem to be in a bit of a situation here. Oh, oh, hang on. Uh, Armstrong left this with me. Hang on. (laughs) I should draw a little stabby and start cutting the vine. (laughs) Sure. A little stabby is armor piercing. Ooh. (laughs) Uh, yeah, so you can go ahead and roll uh, Launch Assault. Oh, that's a seven. All right. Would you like to choose what goes wrong? I got an idea. Um, <laughs> my Much like grass, it looks like these vines, when cut, release a pheromone that warn other plants nearby of the danger of being <laughs> cut. Uh, I think these plants, rather unlike grass, are become aggressive when they <laughs> detect this pheromone. <laughs> sure. Uh, we need to change position immediately. Yeah, that seems like a good idea, <laughs> Captain. Um, where is the most advantageous for us, position for us to move to? Uh, you could try up. <laughs> uh, so there's how many? Four? Five. Five. Five and, and the dead one. And the dead one is like the only real real position on the perimeter that's like unguarded. And he's uh, somewhat close to the camp, the science camp, which is the only reason we've made it this far. Yeah. All right. Um well, looking at the situation, I believe upwards is best words. <laughs> um, uh, uh, we jump on the yeah. Uh, let's jump on the elevator, and I'm gonna I'm gonna like hack some more vines with a little stabby. All right, and the, hit the uh, go up button. There's no go up button. It's manual. Oh, well, I'm gonna crank the go up crank. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Go ahead and roll uh, physique. Ten. <laughs> All right, you uh, get up there, and you get up there quickly. You aren't seen. Sweet. All right, get in position. Is there anything up here? 
No, not really. Is it still at an angle? Yes. <laughs> uh, does my heart good to know they kept my ideas. <laughs> uh, not a single scientist seems to be up here? No, it actually doesn't look like the science team has been here in a while. All right. Uh, well, we're going to get in position in a, a, so that we can keep an eye on the clearing. Uh, how's it going inside, uh, uh, Chief Armstrong, Lieutenant? Uh, how is it going? Uh, so you guys are going to have to roll to get in there. Oh, cool. All right. Uh, is that metal? Sure. I got an 11. I got a nine. All right. So, uh, I'm ahead of Hasha, uh, by, by a decent chunk of ways. And I managed to get up to the ramp just as the, uh, you said it, uh, remind me of the folks who were still on the ship. Uh, navigator, pilot, comms, and entertainer. <laughs> All right. Uh, so uh, I managed to get up to the ramp just as what appears based on their uniform insignia is the comms officer. is just coming out, you know, maybe stretch his legs, take a look out the back door. And uh, he sees me. I see him. It's a tense moment where we're both just like, what, what do we do? And he's like looking at me, not sure. And uh, he reaches for his walkie manages to start shouting something as I throw my shotgun at him and hit him in the face <laughs> and then charge him and tackle him onto the ship. Uh, so what goes out over the broadcast is, you know, uh, a scream that is quickly stifled by the sounds of hand-to-hand combat as I <laughs> subdue him. Uh, I'm going to have to say if you tackle him and he's a 10 recce, uh, that you are going to take a mild stabbing. <laughs> take a stabbing. Roll uh, your armor. Uh, brace for impact. Uh, that's a six. I've been stabbed a lot before. So you, you take a light stabbing to the arm. Um, it can be easily patched up. It's more of a, like a slash or a scrape than like a, a puncture. Uh, certainly not debilitating in any way. Um, or in a few hours it will sort of like heal and scab over. All right. Well, given that there are more pressing matters, uh, than dealing with this ultimately superficial wound, uh, I will not patch it up, and I will continue further into the ship, attempting... Hey, Duke, can you give me the current locations of everyone on this ship? I'd like to uh, get the drop on them, if possible. Yes, kill all the pin cushions. <laughs> Thank you kindly, Badoop, Duke. Badoop. Uh, is it possible for me to get the drop on them? Uh, the two are in the bridge. One uh, seems to be in quarters. All right. Um, I'll uh, radio Hasha. And uh, let her know, uh, if you can handle the fella in his quarters, I'm going to handle the bridge crew. Oh, sure, I'm strong, you got it. Uh, And I will head towards the bridge. Uh, Did you successfully sneak? You did, right? Yes, I did. Yep, so you are in the ship. In the ship and looking for this guy in his quarters? Yeah, uh, roughly on the second level. It's literally just like sleeping quarters. Okay, yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, there, it's a bigger one than, than some of the other quarters. Like it's not like a barracks. Okay. Yeah. Um. So I go to the quarters and um, I am not that great at fighting. So what I'd like to do is upgrade the door so that it's more like a jail cell door. <laughs> like a, it's got a lock that can't be unlocked. Mm-hmm. Sure, you can roll for that. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Uh, that is an eight. Okay, so you successfully make it like a jail cell door 
Uh, but something goes wrong. I did not do it quietly. Yeah. So, kukunk. Hello? <laughs> oh. Hey, no, uh, how, nothing's, nothing's wrong. Everything's fine. Okay, bye. Uh, my door won't open. Oh, no. Uh, oh, weird. Uh, I'll just try and uh, I'll, I'll, I'll go get the engineer. Be right back. I am the engineer. <laughs> <laughs> my brother. <laughs> Uh, all right. And what about you two? You're up in the up in the sky. Uh, is there any uh, movement? Now, wait a minute. There's nobody in the in the lab. Not a single person. Where was Doctor Amodin when we called her? I'm not sure. Do you want to take a poke about the lab and see if uh, if you can figure out exactly what happened here? If they left anything behind? Absolutely. I I, I look around and uh, I try to see if. If it looks like they were working on anything at all. Yeah, you make that assessment. <laughs> Are you deducing this? Um, Ooh. Oh, yeah. Uh, what caused this situation? Sure. Uh, it looks like they haven't been here in probably a week. A week? Uh, most of the uh, essential equipment is gone. Not like it's been picked over, but it's been like... Like removed, th- removed, yeah. Uh, it, it maybe it looks like they found somewhere else to go. Where did when we saw the uh, folks in the clearing? Did we see where they were taking any of this cargo too? No, you haven't seen any cargo come on oh. or off the ship. Okay, Captain, this is strange. It looks like all the material was removed from here about a week ago. Uh, there may be work being done, but none of it's here. Interesting. Um, uh, how are the Marines reacting in the clearing? Are they? Have it they looks like they've found the dissolved guy. Uh, any any like word on my comms? Y- yeah. So um, you hear like a. We have another fatality. <laughs> oh man, this world is the pits. <laughs> we just have to wait for her to get here. All right. Well, resume a modified. Patrol schedule. Anybody check on the pin cushions? Not yet. I'll go do that now. Okay, I, I, I send a message on our comms to each of you guys. It looks like we're waiting on, on a contact to land here. Uh, uh, the scientists are gone. We don't know where. And um, the, the Marines appear to be moving to your location inside the ship. Oh, well, that sounds like a lot of fun. Duke could perhaps close the entrance to the ship, yes? He can, but I was on my way to the bridge, and uh, I don't know that we've resolved that yet. No, probably Do, not. I don't think we want anything to look suspicious. We want uh, their contact to land here, right? Right, well, there's definitely an unconscious Tenreki in the hangar immediately. Oh, uh, yeah. The ship. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that seems good. <laughs> is there a computer here by any chance? No, there's one? no computers. <laughs> uh... I wish I knew how to lure cat monsters. <laughs> what do cat monsters eat? Hmm. I, did you hear that? Yes, no, I, did. I, I heard. I heard something. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna peek out like the door or the window. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna like look in the trees for cat monsters. <laughs> cat monsters. Cat monsters. Cat monsters. Major Touch, what are you doing? We're on a timetable. Here, kitty, kitty, kitty. <laughs> <laughs> kitty. Uh, and uh, 
so uh, this cat is like sort of like reverse jaguar. So it's it's like got yellow spots with like black fur. Um, and, uh, it's got a really wide head with like five eyes on it and a really wide mouth and little ears. Um, and, uh, relative to me, how big it's smaller than you. All right. That's still pretty big. <laughs> uh, it's, it's probably about the size of a, of a tiger. Okay. It's a good thing. Um, I'm not looking at what you're doing right now. And, uh, <laughs> Uh, it's probably, it's actually probably smaller than that. This one is smaller than that. Um, but fully grown in the future, if you see another cat monster, it's probably the size of like a full grown tiger. Um, and, uh, it's got little tuft, like lynx tuft ears and, um, it's got six legs and two tails. Hello. Oh. It's you're so sweet, and it just meow. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, disconcerting I, sound to come out of a creature like that. I like I like shuffle over to it. I guess we're like eye to eye, kind of. Uh, oh yeah, if you're on it's on four on all fours, yeah. then yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hey, do you like playing? <laughs> oh, and it like. Reaches out with its like paw and like taps you on the nose and then does and then like recoils immediately. Boop! Oh, it's it's okay, buddy. I just I just wanted to know if maybe you wanted to 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 play with those those hardworking men down there. They they seem like they could really use you know some playfulness in their lives. Yeah, you know just a little you know a little wrestling. Little jumping around, you and your. You it and starts your, like swishing its tail. Yeah, yeah, you, you, and you like and, coiling up. <laughs> yeah, li- like that, but 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 over there. <laughs> uh, and it jumps on you, <laughs> <laughs> on your back. So I need you to brace for impact. I, I will do that. Uh, <laughs> um, fifteen. <laughs> All right, so it's like on your on your shell, uh, on your uh, like plating, and it's just uh-huh. like. <laughs> 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 it just like used me as a scratching post. Yeah, pretty much. And then it kind of gets bored and like curls up on you. Oh, um, major touch. What's going on in there? Uh, oh, it's 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 okay. It's just it's just a friendly captain. He, he's he's real nice. Uh, I, I made a friend. <laughs> Major Tudge? Uh, yeah? What exactly is happening in there? <laughs> well, uh... At this point, we definitely don't stop the people before they go check on the ship. <laughs> but also, we never resolved uh, Armstrong. Yep, so go ahead. Uh, so am I able to approach uh, unnoticed the two fellows on the bridge? Um, you will have to open the bridge door. All right, but I know exactly where they are on the other side of that door. Yes, you have a visual from Duke. I could just electrocute them. I could electrocute the whole ship. Everyone but you would die. It would be glorious. (laughs) We're going to keep that one in our back pocket, Duke. Uh, 
just uh, go ahead and open the door on my mark. And uh, I'm going to uh, climb up onto the ceiling of this hallway <laughs> and just have the door open. And uh, hopefully I can sneak attack them. What was that noise? <laughs> I don't know. You go check it out. All right. I'm going to keep calibrating. We don't know when she's going to get here. Go ahead and roll sneak attack on the one guy. It ain't sneaky. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So now you have to launch a regular assault. So you're like, ha ha. Ow, pin. <laughs> uh, that is a 10 on launch assault. All right. You succeed. Tell me how. All right, so learning from uh, my prior combat with the previous Tenreki, uh, I drop down, uh, manage to avoid the spikes. That's actually why my sneak attack fails, because I'm about to drop on him because people don't look up. But he's got <laughs> a lot of spikes on him, and he hears me behind him as I am rearing back to clock him in the face with my shotgun. <laughs> uh, and I manage to take him down, but uh, it is not particularly sneaky, and I imagine the other fella certainly hears and or sees this. All right, yeah, you're going to have to brace for impact. All right. Uh, yeah, go ahead and roll. Uh, that is a nine. So uh, you have a laser pistol shot at you. Bum, bum, bum. And you, you have a hey. plasma wound, but no debility. So uh, you can eventually patch that up. All right. Uh, I am going to turn around and shoot at him, though. Okay, open assault. Or open fire. That is a 10 on open fire. All right, you succeed. Tell me how. Uh, so uh, I get the drop, more or less, on his compatriot, clock him in the face with a shotgun, uh, and then I get shot in the lower back with a laser. <laughs> not the first time I've been shot with a laser. Uh, <laughs> it's not the worst laser I've been shot with either. Uh, and I wheel around and uh, fire, fire off a couple shots with Boomer. And uh, I managed to uh, take him down. Uh, he is not dead, but uh, is not like super quickly approaching death, but he will need medical attention. <laughs> and uh, Hasha, you hear a <laughs> from the laser. <laughs> oh, fun. <laughs> uh, you can probably hear. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Chief, you doing all right up there? Everything's a-okay, Hasha. You, you sure now? I mean, it could be better, but, uh, <laughs> you know, all well, things considered. It could always be better, Chief, with you. Uh, Chief, Lieutenant, you have men approaching the ship. Perhaps Duke can close up that hangar. Hey, Duke, can you close up the hangar? Of course. Thank you very much. Hey, what's going on? Dunk, 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 dunk. And now he's trying to open the, like, hatch next to the rear bay. So trying to keep an eye on, on that gentleman, I'm also speaking to Major Tudge. What exactly is going on back there? Uh, well, uh, it looks like there's a new resident in the science lab. Uh, remember those cat monsters <coughs> we were told about? Did you hear that one? Uh, yes, I did. Yeah, it's real close to you. <laughs> It's even closer to me. <laughs> By any chance, can I assess this creature? Absolutely. Oh, neat. That's a 10. I'm specifically interested if it can, like, understand me. 
<laughs> sure. Um, so by you get a data point on cat monsters. <laughs> yes, that's the best sentence that has been spoken. <laughs> so they are about as smart as like pigs or dolphins okay. or like other sort of really sure. smart animals, but they're still animals. Yeah, it's like intelligent, trainable. Yeah. Um, you also realize that it really doesn't, it wants, it's like playing with you. Okay. It's not like trying to murder you. That's nice. Um, <laughs> it sniffs. It's been sniffing a lot. It's like hypersensitive to smells. Hmm. Uh, Lieutenant Hasha, how's it going on the, uh, I'm disabling the uh, the weapons, Captain. Yes, that's uh, I'm working on it right now. Okay, you can go ahead and roll for that. Uh, Interface. I will get involved. Are you trying to disable the computer, or are you trying to actually disable the weapons? I can't disable the weapons unless I'm right out there with them, right? Uh, I mean, you could like pull out the hydraulic wires and like do things to like stop it from being able to target. Uh, that isn't hacking, but if you're trying to hack, then it's interface. Otherwise, it's expertise. Okay, I'm gonna try and futz around with the wires then. Okay. I will still get involved. That's a seven. All right. Uh, I got an eight. Okay. So uh, that is a partial success. But it makes it a full success with him getting involved, but there is a cost. Some kind of cost on his end. Um, I pull a live wire uh, and get shocked. Oh, my God. <laughs> but it is a critical wire to the operation of that weapon system. <laughs> or brace for impact. Uh, that is a six. All right. You take a minor debility. You are, uh, your leg has now become, until it is treated, permanently numb. Your new leg. <laughs> Yay. All right. Uh. I'm going to make my way to this ship's med bay. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, chief. I assist him. Mm-hmm. Hey, I I broke the gun, all right? <laughs> what was the, uh, did you get a readout at all on the, uh, the strange device on the back there that you definitely just disabled with that spark I saw? <laughs> um, how would I have gotten more information? You just pulled all the weapons yeah. wires, all the weapons. Right. No, no, no new insight, Captain. Uh, I look, looking at this thing from the outside, taking a close look. Can I try and discern its uh, its function? Sure. Seven. I have a seven. A seven. Yes. For a Seth? Yes. Sure. Uh, so it is, um, or they are uh, mine pods. Uh, to be deployed in space, sort of as like anti-targeting, but also creating a, n- a net minefield. Ah, uh, yes, I've seen those used before. At least they can't be really used in the atmosphere to great effect, unless you want to blow up your own ship. Hmm. That sounds nifty, Ken. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm, I'm like in the research lab. I keep trying to like lift up my head to talk to the cat but every time i do it like bats me in the face Mm -hmm. i'm like hey watch it major claws (laughs) major claws hmm (laughs) hey major claws and is there like a leftover lab coat or anything like that that might have the scent of a scientist on it uh i mean there are like the bed pallets Perfect. Um, I, I like walk over that and like and I lean down to give Major Claus a uh, a scent. Okay. Do you do you think you can find where these people went? 
What does that mean? <laughs> it's like jumps off and like walks. Oh, uh, I follow it. All right, it climbs down the tree. I I crank myself down on the winch. Oh, okay. so I see the cat monster now. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. It walks out. It's Bloody like, hell! <laughs> hey, Captain, I'm gonna follow this cat to where the scientist went. What? Uh, I think it has a good sense of smell. Damn it, Major! And I jump on the uh, onto the uh, <laughs> the elevator with him. Okay. Hey, what are you guys doing over there? Uh, your routine inspection. Uh, Major Claus, go. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> Major Claus. I uh, so the how many? There's five men looking up at me. Most of them are Tenreki. Uh, yeah. All right. I uh, I draw my pistol, but I don't point it. I just have it out. I mean, mm-hmm. probably when I saw the cat monster, I drew my pistol. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, and I put my non-armed hand uh, up, and I go, "We have you completely surrounded. There's a starship in orbit." Drop your weapons, and we'll take you alive. Uh, we've already compromised your, your vessel. The only way out is through us. Come peaceably and you'll live. I'm, I'm trying to uh, inspire them to save their own lives. <laughs> the emotion I'm trying to convey is fear. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Roll, right? Uh, more like intimidation. I don't know if fear's the right one. Uh, to self-preservation? Get... I, don't, I don't know. There's a lot of ways this can turn fear's against me. Fear, fear can still be used against me. <laughs> All right, yeah, it fear. probably won't come up. <laughs> that would be an 11. Okay. So uh, as per the rules of inspiration, the uh, emotion takes hold, and I actually... Uh... Can I get involved? Sure. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You're rolling influence? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I got a seven. Uh, I, and I'd like to uh, use that to turn a complete success into a partial You're success. A <laughs> <laughs> I'll just add a complication. How about that? I won't, I won't turn it into a, a partial success, but I get a partial success. And I'm going to be like, yeah, and, and, and we have cat monsters. <laughs> Do you hear that? <laughs> More cat monsters are going to show up, aren't they? <laughs> Maybe the complication is we actually have cat monsters? Uh, as, per, as per a 10, I have, uh, I can get an admirer, I can be treated lavishly, or I can command. I'll choose to command. Sure. Like, command them to lay down their arms and give up peaceably. They do? You sure you don't want an admirer? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a cat monster. <laughs> And that's where the original recording ends, guys. Yeah, a little bit abrupt, but kind of a good stopping point. <laughs> uh, so on Friday, we will see you all back here on whatever device you're listening on uh, for the second half of the finale. Yeah. Uh, again, I know this is kind of like out of nowhere. We're as surprised as you guys are, uh, but I think it's the best way. I, I think you guys are really going to uh, enjoy it better if we don't just tell you what happens. It seems pretty unsatisfying to both you and us. Uh, so let's all jump into the experience together on Friday and see what happens. It could be different for us too. <laughs> All right, guys. Have a happy week. See you later. We love you. This podcast has been brought to you by ENPC Productions. All rights reserved. The Essential NPCs podcast is not affiliated with, endorsed, or specifically approved by Sean Gomes.
the creator of Uncharted Worlds, powered by the Apocalypse. The Apocalypse World engine is property of Lumpley Games, owned by Vincent Baker. For more information, go to www.uncharted-worlds.com or www.lumpley.com.